Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week's episode was recorded live at Folia Hall in Chicago. Let's go to the stage for some Chicago justice. Tonight's case, tilty or not tilty. Shannon brings the case against her husband, Matt. They currently have a pinball machine in their garage. Matt would like to move it inside the house. Shannon is opposed. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one man can decide. Please rise, metaphorically, (laughs) as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom and presents an obscure cultural reference. West of Arkham, the hills rise wild, and there are valleys with deep woods that no axe has ever cut. There are dark, narrow glens where the trees slope fantastically and where thin brooklets trickle without ever having caught the glint of sunlight, H.P. Lovecraft wrote, end quote. (laughs) Bailiff Jesse Thorne, please swear them in. Shannon and Matt, please raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I do. Yep. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that he recently graduated from Pinball's Sorcerer's Apprentice to Pinball Wizard? (laughs) Even more so. Yes. Judge Hodgman? Shannon and Matt, you may be metaphorically seated for an immediate summary judgment in one of yours favors in this case. Can either of you guess the obscure cultural reference that I made as I entered the stage here at Tihalia Hall in Chicago, Illinois? Shannon, why don't you go first? Um, the movie Tilt? The movie Tilt. A lot of Lovecraft in that movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll put that into the guest book right now. I'm writing it uh, in this very moment. My fingertips. All right, now. Uh, it is Matt, correct? Yes, Matthew you, or Matt. Matthew, Matthew or Matt? Matt. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm glad that you're ambivalent about your own identity. Uh, Just the name. Just the name. Okay. What is your guess, sir? Um, that was very wordy for Tilt. I'm going to guess... Uh, what is Tilt? Wait, wait, hang on, hang on a second. Shan, what is Tilt? I've never heard um, of this movie. This is a movie, a pinball Movie? A, a pinball movie? Is yeah. it a pinball movie or a pinball exploitation? It movie? is a movie yeah. about pinball. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only only pinball movie ever. Who's is this in it? like Rad, the BMX movie? Besides Tommy. Brooke Shields, of course. Brooke Shields? When yeah. was it made? Uh, 70 something, very late. Oh, okay. I'll have to go check that out. Matt or Matthew, what yes, is sir. your guess? Uh, I'm going to say Wordsworth, for lack of a better Wordsworth? <laughs> Yeah, it's very. It has the distinctive rhythm of Wordsworth. Yeah, because Wordsworth was such a huge Lovecraft fan, <laughs> and Wordsworth is probably quoting Lovecraft a lot. All guesses are not even trying. Because <laughs> you could have gotten this one, you guys. You could have gotten this because this involves this involves a, a the dispute involves a pinball machine specifically yes. themed to what intellectual property? Uh, dragons? Uh, Game of Thrones. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's Matt your favorite Matthew, HBO to... show? Uh, dragons? <laughs> What's Ma- your favorite book series? Mm, dragons. dragons. <laughs> it was a George R. R. Martin quote. Please, you can move a little bit closer to the mic. <laughs> I, I knew it was Please mutter be... more closely. 
I was I was told not to be funny, but I knew it was going to be a George R. R. Martin quote. I know you're a big fan, so I, I tried my. It best. was a George R. R. Martin quote, specifically George R. R. Martin quoting at length H. P. Lovecraft in a quote that he wrote in support of a book called Vacation Land by John Hodgman. You might not have known it, because it wasn't on the hardcover, but it's the first thing in the paperback (laughs) by my design, which is for sale this evening uh, by uh, the Women and Children First Bookstore are selling pre-signed copies here tonight. I'm going to give you guys one more chance. Now that you know the realm of, of, uh, of uh, subject matter that I'm uh, referencing obscurely, can you name who said this quote? I. End quote. <laughs> Once again, it is I, and I'll spell it for you. A-Y-E, I. Uh. Shannon, <laughs> Matt. Matthew? I'm, I'm going to go for the guy with the big red beard, because that's pretty much all he says anyway. Red oh, beard? Yes. Red, big red beard? Big that fan of the big dragons, fan aren't of you? The, uh, the tar. <laughs> you know, he's my now favorite. I'm, now I'm searching desperately for that character's name. It's Tolmar or something, right? You know what my favorite part Wait, wait, hang, hang on. I'm going to get the. What? Torment. Right, okay. God, thank you. Please thank go you. ahead, Jason. Do you know what my favorite part of dragons is? <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> Chair. (laughs) (laughs) Shannon, I presume you do not have a guess as to who said I or what I'm referring to? I'm just going to say no. It's unlikely because unless you were going through my private emails, you would never know that I, A-Y-E, is the one-word response I received in an email from Peter Dinklage in response to the question, Hello, Peter. This is John Hodgman. I'm in Las Vegas right now. Quick question. Do you provide the voice for the Game of Thrones slot machine? (laughs) I. (laughs) Do you have on your Game of Thrones pinball machine any Dinklage words? There's no Dinklage. No Dinklage? No. Oh, so it'll do the slots but not the silver ball, huh? There uh, might be a what show, a snob. There might be a show quote, but it's not specifically for the pinball game. Because D- Peter Dinklage is all over this Game of Thrones slots machine. Oh, okay, no, he's no the, not like that. He's the main character, and he's talking all the way through it. And I felt like... <laughs> anyway. Well, the, the, the best quote is, The night is long and full of terrors. There's many people that say that same quote. Including you, right there. Yeah. You just said it. Oh, you mean in the pinball machine? Yes, in the pinball machine, like, right. you know, when things happen. Okay, let's talk about your case. Shannon, what is the nature of your dispute? Um, so for my 40th birthday, a couple of years ago, I was given, I was surprised with a Game of Thrones pinball machine from my husband, which is. <laughs> it's John. We're it's here. like that time I gave my wife for her birthday a bowling ball true. that said Homer. <laughs> <laughs> or when I gave you that poncho that time. <laughs> private joke. Anyway, was this a surprise that was like surprise, like, oh, I can't believe how thoughtful you are, Matt or Matthew, or a surprise that was more like, why is this happening? It was just unexpected. I was, Uh you know, kind of hoping for something else, and instead, he's like, we're going somewhere, and it's a surprise, and he brought me to the pinball place. What were you hoping for? A a girl's pinball machine? (laughs) I was hoping for... Or a Westworld pinball machine? Last uh, week tonight with John Oliver. 
Um, Multi-ball? Like a grown-up watch. A grown-up you know? watch. <laughs> you know, grown-up stuff. And instead, you got a full-size, arcade-quality <laughs> Game of Thrones pinball machine. Matt or Matthew. This is not going well. <laughs> John, I think it could also be characterized as, instead, you found out they still make pinball machines. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to interject right now. Okay. Stern Pinball, just out of Chicago. One of the last manufacturers that still makes them in-house and ships them. Stern Pinball. <laughs> Objection sustained. And... <laughs> One of the lowest energy buzz marketing that I've ever... I, mean, like, like, <laughs> I appreciate that, that you love the, the, the sport and the craft of pinball and Stern, and it is a classic American... Hang on, I'm, this is a praise for you. It won't be forever, but right now. And pinball is a, is a classic American diversion that is dying in the age of uh, uh, land parties. That's a thing still? I don't know. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. It's great in an old time town like Mario. Chicago. Yeah, right. That's, right. In the in the time of ColecoVision, that there's still <laughs> an old timey. They're bringing that back too. I'm sure they are. There's still an old timey manufacturer of pinball right here in Chicago, and uh, and I appreciate your buzz marketing it. But just for the people who could not see this, who are listening now, when Matter Matthew said "woo," he pumped his fist, but he could barely raise it. It was just. <laughs> It was, true, it was truly like, I'm not sure I should be doing this. <laughs> it's, it's tough to get a woot about Chicago in a room about people from Chicago. So. <laughs> it's tough. Nothing no. harder than pandering. <laughs> I wasn't trying to pander. That. <laughs> Look, all my Chicago references are sports related. It's actually hard for me to pander in this room. <laughs> Yeah, I think if you were talking about an old-timey pinball manufacturer in Chicago, I bet there are a lot of people who would be behind that. Let's hear a big... What's it called again? The company? Uh, Stern. Stern Pinball. Stern. Stern. Give yes. it a, a appropriate, like, Stern Pinball. Stern Pinball. Yay! Now let's hear it for Harold Baines. I did okay, yeah. considering. All right. We've, I, I've been having some fun at your expense, but tell me... That's okay, I don't mind. Uh, tell me about this pinball machine and what it means to you and where it is in your house, because this is part of the dispute, correct, Shannon? Yeah. Where is it currently? Um, it is currently in our garage. Now, right. our garage is... But you would prefer to have it in your bedroom, oh. next to your side of the bed, so every morning you can wake up and think about Matt and or Matthew giving uh, you such a precious gift. No, actually, I love it right where it is. Okay. <laughs> it is perfectly great in the garage. But Matthew, you would like to bring it out of the garage. I would. Yes, I would. And it's been there for a couple of years, based on the, yeah, my record. Yeah, so she's going to turn 42 this year. Sorry. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be, two, it'll be two years in October. <laughs> that was not... That was actually not on the... I'm sorry about that. <laughs> You know, you malign the Chicago audience <laughs> as, though, as though they're, as though they're uh, unenthusiastic about Chicago, which is wrong. <laughs> they're hard to pander to, which is wrong. Look, if I just bring out that bottle of Malort, people are going to be a st standing ovation. But somehow... I was told not to be funny. Somehow, <laughs> you have turned this audience into an antagonist for all of us. You have turned this Chicago audience into a Philadelphia audience, sir. 
They're going to be throwing batteries soon enough. I want you to understand I that I... I can't agree to that one. I love, I love that you have this pinball machine. I wish I had this pinball machine. I wish you I do. lived in it's your house. Awesome. Um, and I am absolutely open to the, your idea of bringing the pinball machine out of the garage and into the heart of your daily life. But you're going to need to make your case for it now. Okay. Where do you want it to be and why do you want it to be there? I mean, to be fair, it's not just a garage. It's our laundry room. It's the tool room. There's a bumper pool table there. Like, there's no cars parked there. Bumper pool? Yeah. Why, that's an insult to pinball. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say an insult to pool, but that's okay. Um, so we have a small split level ranch. Uh, we, uh, it's awesome down there. It's been so much fun. Um, we uh, am trying to... Uh, you have some notes here. Uh, it's a beautiful pit machine. It's actually numbered. Uh, number 347 of 700. Woo! Uh, which is pretty awesome if you're That's a, amazing. a pinball I like That was a legit woo. That was not sarcastic. <laughs> You've got a collectible. Um, and I came upon it by an accident. There's a really uh, cool guy in West Chicago who sells a bunch of awesome pinball machines and appointment only. Um, so, uh, like, she told the story where she thought I was taking her for, to pick out jewelry, and then we showed her at the pinball shop. Um, and she actually, no, I can't reiterate this enough. This is her machine. She loves it. I did not buy this for myself. Everybody that I talk to says, oh, you bought it for yourself. I really didn't. Like, she loves this machine. She has every high score but one, and that's the only thing I have. <laughs> the Tyrell house is the only game, is the only high score I have. Okay? She's got everything. She's got winners coming. She has absolutely everything on this machine. So don't let right, her I'm think gonna, that it's I, not hers. I'm going to pause there. She's I got see... everything from dragon to snow. <laughs> from to ice sword, to fire. To snow dragon. Uh, um, hang on, I'm just going to interrupt for a moment to okay. let the record show to the listening audience that Shannon was nodding when Matter Matthew was talking about the fact that she loves this machine and that she has all the high scores but one. Uh, do you have the <laughs> highest she, score, Matthew? On the highest Tyrell, just because she doesn't play that house. Just because, right. Cause she, but she would own that too. Yeah, pretty right? much. Right? She would be, she would be, yeah, uh, I would be gone long king, ago. king of the Andals and all seven kingdoms and whatever <laughs> else. There's no doubt. Were it not, why don't you play House Tyrell? They, because they're betrayers, right? They're awful. <laughs> it's, it's the his. easiest house. It's, oh, Tyrell is his? Yeah, he's already got his name on it. Oh, uh, okay. You just want to leave him a little bit of dignity, is what you're saying. <laughs> it's the last name left. I used to have a lot more. So, without going to your notes, um, just tell me, because I presume you know this, where in, in your split-level ranch do you want this pinball machine to live? Um, technically, it's called the good room, because it's the main room when you walk in, and there you go. That's it. The main room where you walk in. Yeah. So technically speaking. Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure if you guys know this architectural term. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you may be architects, but not yet licensed. Right. So, coined by Frank Lloyd Wright in Oak Park, every house has a good room. Yeah. You see, they'll even applaud Frank Lloyd Wright up in Chicago. I don't want you to malign. Why did nobody, like, stern pin... Why did nobody... This is, the, this is some of the most panderingest audiences in the world. Give yourselves a round of applause, Chicago. I rest my case. Local 134. Shannon. This actually, I love the description of this room as the good room, because I almost feel like I don't need to ask. There is a good room in every home or dwelling. What is the good room in your dwelling? Oh. Well, it's just too small to be a great room. 
What rooms does your not-so-very-great room comprise? Living room and kitchen and dining area? More or less, yes. All of those? Uh, like, from the front door, you can see, like, our living... The whole thing, almost. But, right. like, the living room and then the dining room. And right. the kitchen's, like, hiding behind a wall. Right. So it, you, this would be pride of place in your home to have your pinball machine there. I mean, it's the first thing you'd see. Right. And, that's, and Matthew is nodding enthusiastically right now. <laughs> He is smiling as I have never seen him smile before. <laughs> Why is it important to you to have this pinball machine right, right in the front and center? Did you see pictures of it, out of curiosity? I have reviewed the pictures. They are beautiful, and they are available uh, for your uh, reviewing pleasure at MaximumFun.org, the Judge John Hodgman page, or Instagram.com slash Judge John Hodgman. Uh, it's a gorgeous machine. You think that it would be an aesthetic... Uh... It's really beautiful. It's, uh, it's hand-drawn art. It's, it was fan art. I mean, it wasn't the machine I got... I sought out to buy of the three levels of the Game of Thrones pinball machine that Stern does sell. <laughs> really so you're definitely going to get here. You're well, definitely going to buy, I, I, I buy from it. Westeros. I, I wasn't sure. I mean, what she level. has been playing this Pirates of the Caribbean machine that is my brother's forever. Every time we go to my brother's house, it's just like Pirates of the Caribbean pinball, Pirates of the Caribbean pinball. I think she, that she deleted my scores, honestly, on that Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> right. pinball machine. So. So, Shannon, I you like pinball. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> so, the machine is beautiful. I mean, it, like, anybody can Google it. It's like, you know, as soon as they pulled it out in West Chicago, as soon as the guy pulled it out, it was, she was sold. You know, she was sold. She chose hang, it. Hang on, hang on, she hang was on. Sold it, she chose it hang, over the, the Guns N' Roses machine. Would you speak for yourself and which not is, for Shannon? Which is huge. <laughs> can I ask Shannon? Yes. The moment that they pulled it out, she sold <laughs> Do you love this pinball machine? I, obviously, I love this pinball machine. All yes. right. Good. Yes. Fantastic. Good job. You got a good present. Thanks. I guess it's not the part of the case, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does, it does play into it, but yes. But you don't want this in your good room? No. Um, no. Have you tried putting it in there to see how it would look? Well, no. I mean, I've drawn pictures of how it would look. I've mm -hmm. put boxes up on how it would look, and it's huge. It's huge. Right. There's no better way to approximate what a pinball machine would look like in a space than putting some boxes together and drawing a picture of Peter Dinklage on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just think I mean, in, ma in matter of Matthew's defense, that might show you with a footprint of, of it in the, in, the, in the good room, but not the overall effect. Well, I mean, it'd be much louder. I mean, it's... It's lights, flashing, right. and noises. Does it make noise all the time when it's plugged um, in? Every so often, it'll do like a dong sound. Right. Um, the night is dark and full of terrors. In the good room. Does everyone sing Game of Thrones to the tune of the Game of Thrones song when it's playing on? Game of, Game of Thrones, Thrones, Game of Thrones. Right? Game of Thrones, Thrones, Game of Thrones, Thrones. Yes, of Thrones, exactly! Thrones. <laughs> okay, just wanted to make sure. Oh, still gets me going. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's probably got a setting to attract people to come play it in an arcade where pinball machines belong. <laughs> yes, but it's not constant. But every so often it will... And then some birds. It makes, like, like caw, like sounds sure. every once in a while. So sure. it's occasional, but it's... Um, not always. That's because it's bringing you news from old point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, 
what is? Do you know the square uh, footage of your uh, of your hold fast, your good room there? What is? Oh, like, I don't. You don't. I, I, I don't. Um, Could you tell us how many boxes by how many boxes it is? Yeah. I would say that on the far wall, you could probably put side by side three and a half pinball machines. I appreciate this new unit of measurement. <laughs> is it a crowded space? Yeah. I and mean, we're we a family of four. We've oh. got some pets. Um, and it's, it's a, you know, it's a, like a 1950s, you know, split level ranch. Like it's not big. Right. So everything is crowded. Yes. So you, you would not even be willing to give it a try. Well, part of the issue is that to move a pinball machine, that's a, that's like a pro job. That's not something that, you know, he and I are going to. Is that true that you would need a professional matter, Matthew, to move it in? Like, like. When I told my son that he wanted to move it, he said, absolutely not. And then I said that, don't worry, you and I are not moving it. And he said, yes, I want to move it upstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, um, it wasn't that he, he sided with his mom. We have narrow just, staircases. It has to like kind of fold down, go out the garage, around and up, and out the garage, around and so up. You and so you yeah, I don't want to hear, I don't want to be part of, your, to part of your uh, uh, D&D campaign all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one I, ser- time, I search for hidden doors. It's a one-time move. Kind of move. <laughs> Do you think, do you, will you stay in this house uh, for a long time to come? Is this your home home, or do you think that there's a, we, a move to come in the future? Um, for the foreseeable future, we're going to stay put. I, right, okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've got big plans. But, right. You know, who doesn't? Okay, so, <laughs> Matter Matthew, this is Shannon's pinball machine in a home that you share with her. You floated <laughs> this idea of moving the pinball machine. She has said no. Why is it so important that you, you defend okay. this in no, court? I'm definitely going to open this. All right. Okay. So, Let the record show he's going back to his notes. <laughs> Let the record show his notes are a picture of his mouth with a foot in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's only the first page. <laughs> um, I mean, it really is a beautiful machine. Okay, we're a family of four, like she said, okay? And Your the, honor, the beauty of the pinball machine has been established. I know. Sustained. Okay. <laughs> so right now the pinball machine is between the laundry room and the workshop slash um, area in the garage where there's no cars parked because it's very small. Okay. And it just what gets do you lost do in the workshop? There. There's a, just a pile of tools. You know, who knows whatever happens down there. But let the record show. <laughs> But Shannon just pointed at herself. You, you, is the workshop your workshop? Well, I, I, like, I like to try to make stuff, so I'm in there. Like what kind of stuff? Oh, I, I made a cat door. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty dope. You mean a flap? <laughs> no, it was just a hole. <laughs> <laughs> a hole. <laughs> but I used a saw. Sure. And I trimmed it out. Oh, very nice. Thank you. All uh, right. I'm, I'm trying to get some real evidence down here, but besides the here, beauty let me of the pinball machine. No, I, you can't see it. Because <laughs> I've heard everything I need when to I hear. So this is, no, please say okay. your last few comments. Nobody can come and play it. All right. There's laundry all the time. We're a family four. Laundry explodes. There's no fighting laundry. Everyone here knows that laundry is laundry. Okay? So between the tools and the laundry, it is constantly around stuff. So when we first got it, it was awesome. Because um, we were t- t- constantly playing it, but now it's just laundry all around it all the time. Last week we thought about the neighbor, and so. 
my job. Easy Philadelphia. Obviously, he has no kids. I'll have okay. you know. Kids. Kids in laundry or kids in laundry or kids Everyone in laundry. Everyone right. knows that laundry is laundry. Kids, kids in laundry. And so, we're, we're busy playing pinball. Like, you go to the garage, do laundry, and there's the pinball I machine. I want it upstairs. Yeah, but you would like to have machine. friends come over for a pinball myself. night. No, even myself. And I don't want to stand on the laundry when I want to play it. Even, even it's just by me. I see. Uh, okay. That's it. I'm Is like, there any other place besides the center of your living area where this pinball machine could go? It could go to the left center of the living area. <laughs> I believe I've heard everything I need in order to make my decision. I'm going to go to my chambers. Consider your case. I'll be back in a moment with my verdict. Let, let the record reflect that uh, Matt and Shannon really love each other. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Shannon, what would happen to your life if this pinball machine that you love was more easily accessible? Um, well, it definitely like hits those reward centers in my brain, so it might become a problem. So you'd become addicted to gambling, in other words. <laughs> That's what I would guess. How do you feel about your chances in the case? Oh, I've got this. Now that you. Um, Matt. <laughs> Matt, how are you feeling about your chances? I was really good coming in. Like, I felt really... You, know, you had the notes, and... Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think the notes actually worked against me. But uh, I still had them anyway, and I'm proud. So, uh, I think it'll be... I don't know. We decided to do whatever he says, so I'm pretty sure I'm, you know, star, 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 E-D, so... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Farted. <laughs> what are you getting Shannon for her next birthday? I don't know, please, say Zaxxon, please say Zaxxon. Please say Zaxxon. Please say Zaxxon. Actually, it's our 20th anniversary this year, so I kind of like, you know, holding on to that one first. So then I'll figure out her blank birthday. So <laughs> centipede and then Zaxxon. <laughs> centipede and Zaxxon. <laughs> There's room. That she said there's three plus 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 room for machines upstairs. <laughs> Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom and presents his verdict. First of all, Matt and Shannon, uh, happy anniversary. Thank you. Uh, 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 I don't know. What, what is the 20th anniversary traditional gift? I didn't have my phone here. I do, but I'm not going to say Will someone use their phone to look it up? Oh, I feel like I'm, I'm in Philadelphia saying. again. Hey, Siri, what is the traditional gift for a 20th anniversary? It's a diamond. Jeez, nobody knows it's a diamond? I don't think is that it? it's a diamond. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. China! All right. Good to know. First of all, Matt and Chen, happy anniversary in advance. Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday in advance. Thank you very much. Thank you to the audience for providing the answer to my question that China is the traditional 20th anniversary uh, gift, and I, at the moment, I'm unable to think of some China uh, Game of Thrones tie-in joke, so I'll move on to my verdict instead. Uh, I forgot my gavel when I traveled here today, 
Luckily, uh, Thalia Hall provided me with this Whoa. mallet. <laughs> I, I will be, I will be uh, rendering judgment with a warhammer tonight. For the at-home listener, uh, Judge Hodgman has pulled out a prop from the Saw movies. Yeah. I like to call it little Mjolnir. <laughs> Matt, Matthew, I agree with you that this thing, having seen these photos, this thing is a work of art. I am jealous of you, both because you have a cool mid to upper level grade Game of Thrones pinball machine in your home that you can use any time and that you have an incredibly uh, loving and patient wife named Shannon who also likes pinball. And this is, everything about this is fantastic and should make you happy. And yet you are determined to be unhappy. <laughs> She wanted a watch. <laughs> you gave her something amazing and very clearly very Matt or Matthew-y. Is this un... That's not true. It's not true? No. No? This, this was... Is, this is... He nailed. Like, this is this great, great for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, Way better than a watch. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying, uh, like, and it, is it in his nature to do, uh, make a gesture like this? To yes. sort of really surprise and and wow you and go in a different direction and have it be the right choice? Yeah. 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 That's, I, oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, and I think he's going to... Yeah. <laughs> there we go. See, we're Aww. back in Chicago now. <laughs> For the at-home listener, Matt gazed adorably at his wife. Yeah. <laughs> and the audience. <laughs> and I bet he's going to give you some, some beautiful collectible uh, china plates with Tywin Lannister on them. <laughs> Come on, Charles Dance is the greatest actor on that show, bar none. In any case, uh, you, you should be happy and proud of yourself, Matt. Thank you. But, but <laughs> and I also agree with you that, the, first of all, walking around with this hammer is very satisfying. <laughs> I also agree with you that this pinball machine is in a lesser place than it deserves in your home and in your life. That shoved between the laundry area and Shannon's make a hole in a door workshop. <laughs> is no place for this work of mechanical diverting art, shall we say. Neither is your good room though. I mean <laughs> I wish that you had a place in your home where you could have a Game of Thrones pinball machine and have it not be in the center of your life. I wish there were a pride of place where you could put it that, that is both deserving of its artistry and a place where you would enjoy using it more because it, it, you are out there in the margins of society out there in the garage. Like, uh, that is a place where people go to feel sadness and shame. You should... <laughs> <laughs> or just a yeah, hide, I you guess. know, yeah. The, the the night is dark and full of terrors out there. <laughs> but you just don't you don't have the house to do it in. Never mind the fact that you share this house with other humans. And specifically, I don't want to hear about how much your son wants to have 
a pinball machine in the living room. <laughs> because, he just doesn't want to move it. He doesn't care. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, but that, he doesn't pay for the house. And also, he, how old is he? Uh, he's 17. 17, yeah, right. He'll take a pinball machine anywhere he can get it. <laughs> uh, not, I don't know. Who <laughs> <laughs> to say that? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, th- I thought you were going to say it was like 11 or 12. No, he's my you know, youngest. Which, which, and, th- and when I was 11 or 12, I was like, yeah, I would want a pinball machine in my living room. And I'd like a fire pole from my room down to the basement. And also a swimming pool full of sharks in the, <laughs> and a moat. <laughs> but in any case, most of all, you share this house and your life with your partner, Shannon. And unfortunately, if your cohabitant and, and a life partner says no on something as big as a big honking pinball machine in the little, <laughs> middle of the living room, that's b- veto power right there. I'm sorry that she doesn't want her gift in the good room, <laughs> but she doesn't, and that's just the way it is. And there's no way that, that I or Lil Mjolnir here would nullify that decision. I will make this order, however, in consideration of the piece of art that you own, your enjoyment of it, and your desires in life matter, Matthew. And that is, if you move, there has to be a Game of Thrones pinball room in the house. (laughs) That has to be part of the criteria of the new home that you move. And I appreciate that might cost a little bit more (laughs) than a house without a Game of Thrones pinball machine room. But on the other hand, you're you bought a Game of Thrones pinball machine. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no such thing as a watch room, buddy. <laughs> yeah. This is the sound of a gavel. Judge John Hodgman rules that as well. Matt and Shannon, ladies and gentlemen. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Jesse Thorne, oh bailiff, my bailiff, those of you who have not attended a Judge John Hodgman live show before 
may not realize that it's not just up, us up here yapping justice at your ears, but also we always have very talented musical guests. And that, tonight is no exception. Yeah, that's right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, they've performed with Tweedy and with Chance the Rapper. Please welcome to the stage Seema Cunningham and Macy Stewart of the band Ohm. Ohm, ladies and gentlemen. you 
That's home, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Judge John Hodgman. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. Of course, the Judge John Hodgman podcast always brought to you by you, the members of MaximumFun.org. Thanks to everybody who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join. And you can join them by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad. And I got one for my mother-in-law. And it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want, and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up, seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist, and Wired Magazine. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 2024, 2024. Oh, if hindsight were 2020, I I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, Imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. Now, Judge Hodgman, Chicago is a big city. That's true. And that means it's it the, needs... It's, a, the, it's the biggest city in Illinois. <laughs> that means that it needs a lot of justice. That's right. But we're running short on time. How are we going to solve this, Jesse? The only thing I can think is to kick things up a notch. <laughs> notch up! Notch up! Let's do some swift justice. Our classic catchphrase. <laughs> I like how you transformed into, like, David Byrne or something. 
Are you ready for some swift justice, ladies and gentlemen? Jesse Thorne, how are we going to do it? We're, we're, we, we're, we're going to put 15 minutes on the clock. And, and gonna... we are going to breeze through three intense in-person cases. Are you ready for this, Judge Hodgman? Are you prepared for this kind of justice? One moment, please. <laughs> yes, I am, Jesse. <laughs> well then. Let's do it. Please welcome Brad and Janine. Brad and Janine, hello. Hello. Uh, uh, which of you seeks justice in this court? Who brings this case to me? Uh, I do, Your Honor. Brad, what is the nature of your dispute with Janine? Uh, Janine insists on getting ready and going to bed before me. Oh, really? No what our schedule And uh, you've dictates. met her before? You have some relationship <laughs> with her? Yeah, she... We, she uh, She's my girlfriend, and uh, we live together. Oh, she's your girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend, you say? Yes. Not spouse? Not spouse. And you live together. That's right. <laughs> well, that's just fine. <laughs> so why are you upset? Janine, what's he talking about? What's the problem? I he do insist on going to bed first. And so if he wants to go to bed earlier than me, I will either guilt him into staying up later, mm -hmm. or I will run to beat him into the bed first. What, are you talking about competitive <laughs> bedtiming? Yes. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm an analyst on a sales team. Okay, and what time do you like to go to bed? Uh, I was, uh, if, if you had some like hard physical labor and you had to go to bed early or something, or you got up early or you worked weird well, hours. I, but... I get up at six, okay. uh, but go to bed. You're just normal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't, uh, like, work third shift doing analysis for a sales team. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Right. Uh, go to bed uh, at 8.30, but plan to read for an hour, hour and a half. What is your age? Uh, <laughs> 38. 38 years yes. old. You look great for 83. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're 38 years old. That means until midnight tonight, you are 10 years younger than me. Uh, no. Someone else do it. <laughs> that means until midnight tonight, at midnight tonight, you will be, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yale University, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the point is, you're but a child. <laughs> You want to get in bed at 8.30, and then you're going to read a book? Yeah. What are you reading? Uh, I just finished the, uh, uh, I forget the name of it, the uh, Patrick Rothfuss novella. Oh, cool. Yeah. You're a Roth fussy? Uh, recently, recent convert. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. Great guy, great beard. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and how long will you read for before you go to sleep? Uh, hour to an hour and a half. Now, is it important that you fall asleep before he does, but you, or just be just in bed? Just be in bed. Now... If I may ask, are you around the same age, would you say? I, I, yeah, just a couple years younger. Just I'm a couple 35. years. Oh, right, okay, exactly. And what time would you prefer to go to bed? I mean, all things I considered. I mean, 8.30 is pretty early. It's yeah. not isn't very it? many crazy, hours. It's isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> How long have you guys been going out? Did well, you know he was like this when you... I did, but we moved in together in January, so... How long were you dating before then? About two years, yeah, but okay. the weekends are different than the weekday. You'll, so he'll he, stay up later on the, on yeah. the weekend. He'll yes. party all night long. Right. Right. Reading Patrick Rothfuss to you. <laughs> right. Right. They're exactly. long yep. books. That's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. 
Uh, yeah, well, Patrick Rothfuss' novella is only about 700 pages long, so, you know. <laughs> uh, so what time would you prefer to go to bed? In, uh, when you were living alone? Maybe like 10 o'clock? Yeah, 10 o'clock, yeah. like a, like a grown-up. Right. Right. <laughs> now, we both agree that Brad is a mutant when it comes to bedtime. <laughs> He's an anomaly. Yes. But you also are weird because... <laughs> You have to get in bed before he does, and you will rush in there? Yes. Is that true? What does she do? If, if you say, well, uh, it's getting on 7.15 now. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I, I need to get into my PJs before Jeopardy is over. <laughs> yeah. Generally, the process is I'll announce I'm going to go get ready for bed. Oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and she, so she can jump up and go to our... We only have one bathroom, so claim the bathroom. Right. Uh, and then I wait until she finishes. But if she doesn't immediately go, I'll go, oh, this is my chance, and then I'll stand up. At that point, she jumps up and runs around me <laughs> to get into the bathroom. Why is it important to you to be in bed before him? I think I want that time to get settled by, by myself in the bed. He'll mix up the blankets and the pillows, and he'll have it be a tangled mess where then I can't get in. And I, I want see. that time to be in bed first. Have you ever have thought what? about... <laughs> what, what's going on when you read that, Patrick Rothfuss? <laughs> Janine, have you ever thought about just peeing on the bed to climb that? <laughs> what do you care if she runs into bed before you? I mean, you're getting what you want. Your, your early, snuggly, Rothfuss time. <laughs> what do you care if she jumps up and gets into bed with you? She loves you. Uh, yeah, I would like to just be able to go to bed when I want to without having a, a wait section, a mandatory wait section. If it happens that we go to bed at the same time, that's fine. A mandatory what session? Wait. Oh, while she gets ready for right. bed. Well, how, how long does it take? Eh, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but again, these Rothfuss books are very long. <laughs> and, and there's times when, uh, pull a long day analyzing things, uh, get home very tired. I don't want to hear about how hard it is to analyze. Right. <laughs> Uh, get home, uh, and I even want to get in bed sooner just to rest and veg. And... Look, here's the thing. <laughs> great... Have you ever brought your bed to a restaurant? <laughs> great, great friend of the podcast, Linda Holmes, an expert witness on this show uh, in past and I hope in future, pointed out in, with great wisdom that everyone has their little weirdsies. And you guys definitely do. <laughs> They're not even that weirdsies. They're more small, kind of typical weirdsies that are developed after years of uh, living alone, or at least not with a, a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, spousal equivalent deal, a cohabitant, shall we say. Accurate. And so you're used to your little snuggly times with your fantasy novels and going to bed whenever you want. You've never had to wait five minutes to go to bed ever before in your life. <laughs> And when one has privilege and has pointed out that that's privilege, it feels like injustice. <laughs> and similarly, similarly, Janine, you've always been able to get into a nice, fresh, clean bed that hasn't just been destroyed. <laughs> that nobody's Rothfist all yeah, over. Yeah, right. <laughs> By Brad's restless leg syndrome or whatever. Right. All your life, 
And I'm going to tell you right now, that will never, ever change. You have chosen to share a bed and a home together, and these weirdsies are just going to go boom, 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 boom against each other forever, over and over and over again. All of this is why you, I am sentencing you guys to uh, separate and move apart. <laughs> No, unfortunately, you would like me to rule that bedtime be uncoupled. Is that what you say? What yes. does that mean? Uh, uncoupled makes we could choose to go to bed when we wish to, and yeah. we are not. Our That's exactly not what's bed. happening. That's exactly <laughs> what's happening. You're choosing to go to bed at the time you want to go to bed, and she's choosing to go to bed right before you, no matter what time it is. You should feel happy that she wants to be in that bed with you, and. And that she accepts that you want to go to bed at um, seven-year-old time. I wish that my six-year-old went to bed when you go to bed. Yeah. But I will say this. I will say this. You can't torture him into staying up later either. You, but you can't beat him in there. That's fine. Okay. It's, all, it's all fair. It's all fair game. Try not to mess things up. Try not to, you know, whatever. But uh, everyone goes to bed whenever they want. This is the sound of a gavel. Brad and Janine. Please welcome Rachel and Ted. Rachel and Ted. Are you uh, a couple? Yes. Are you a married couple? Yes. And you live together? Yes. If you had said no, that would have been so hot. Because <laughs> then you would have been my favorite married couple of all time. It's the, I mean, it's in many ways the best solution. <laughs> You also own a business together? Yes. What is your business? Um, it's a veiling company. It's a bridal business. We do custom wedding gowns. You do custom wedding gowns. That's yes. fantastic. And what is the nature of your dispute? Um, well, so we live in the city, and we uh, oftentimes will run errands Let the record together. show that Ted is laughing. <laughs> we will run errands a, together. It is, it so. is now dawning on him what's going to happen. <laughs> that the habits that within the confines of a marriage... Or, or, or a single dumb that seemed normal and run-of-the-mill, like going to bed at 8.30 <laughs> when you're 38 years old, when put on stage are going to, you know, under the scrutiny of the, the people of Chicago are going to feel a little bit strange. So let's hear about his, his weirdsy. Yes, so, so we will run errands together, and Ted prefers to drive, so I let him do the driving, and then I sit in the passenger seat and do the running into the store, grab the thing, come back. But while I'm gone, he likes to um, be sitting there, you know, in the alley or double parked or whatever, and fire up a live online game. On and, his phone? On his phone. Is this what is referred to here as boat game? Yes, boat game. What? <laughs> what? Is that something all the kids are playing? Boat game? <laughs> yeah. What Battle is boat? Bay. What, what is it? It's called Battle Bay. It's by Rovio, the same people that make Angry Birds. Oh, oh okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I hope those guys enjoy those sales that I okay. get no part of. <laughs> I'll just buzz market again and say uh, pre-signed editions of Vacation Land are available. <laughs> And courtesy Women and Children First Bookstore right there in the lobby. So, and I will be, and I will be accepting cash payments. <laughs> no services rendered. So that, but boat. I don't want to hear the description of boat game. But the point is, 
that when you start boat game, you just can't stop. Right. 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 And it, it needs to finish. And you make Rachel wait for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So you, you've you've gone on your errand. You're like, I got to go get some uh, veil material mm, for my yeah. wedding gown. Mm-hmm. I got to go to to uh, what kind of material is that? Tool? Is that tool? Tool. Yeah. Yes. Tool. I got to go to the I got to go to the the tool shed. <laughs> I just invented a new business. <laughs> it's a big box store. It sells only tool. It's, and then you come out. It shares, a, it shares a strip mall with it. the volleyball court. <laughs> I love it. It's great. And then you come out. It is good, Ted. I thank you very much. Organza Stravaganza. I, I didn't hear it. Organza Stravaganza. Organza Stravaganza. <laughs> These are actual types of fabric that would be in wedding gowns. These aren't just types of fabric. Specificity, folks. So you got your five bolts of tool under your arm. You put them in your hatchback, and Ted's like, I can't go. I got to play boat game for another, how long does it take? Well, like sometimes five to ten minutes. Five to ten minutes. He tells me. Why can't people wait five minutes for anything anymore? Yeah, Ted, with uh, all due respect, just pee in the kitchen sink. (laughs) What is is the reasoning for not saving the game and pausing and doing it later? He doesn't want to let down his guild. It's it's live. It's a live game. I can't pause it. You know, he he likes to have respect for others, clearly. What do you do do while he's he's boat gaming? I sit there and stare at him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I consider that punishment enough. I sentence you to time served, time stared. <laughs> but you can wait five to ten minutes to finish boat game. He's driving you around. This is the sound of a gap. Hey! Wow! No! Thank you, Chicago. <laughs> Rachel and Ted, please welcome Dan and Jen. I got some of that Philadelphia back, didn't I? <laughs> Bring on your batteries. I don't care. You ever hear a, 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 a you ever be on a boat and you hear air horn? Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I am Jen. <laughs> Hello, Jen. And you are, sir? I'm Dan. And you are Dan. And Dan, one moment, please. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to. All right, all right. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Dan and Jen, hello. I know your names. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Dan, you bring Jen to this court seeking justice. What is the nature of your dispute? Well, Judge, I love my wife very much, uh, but she likes to walk around the house watching shows about murder on her iPad without headphones. I see. Are you a fan of true crime? Yes, Jen, very much. What, what kind of shows are you watching? Uh, it ranges. It could be anything from... Like, the boat game murders? <laughs> yes. If that existed, maybe. Right. Um, anything from like uh, forensic files to criminal minds mm-hmm. to how to get away with murder. I, I, I'm not picky. Anything to do with, with murder? Crime, like solving crime. crime. Crime and true crime. So not always just murder, but... You listen to that, uh, that great podcast, My I, Favorite Murder? I love that podcast. Good podcast. Probably one of my favorites. Yeah. 
And that's, about, that's, that's people talking about murders, right? Right. Not reenacting murders. Correct. Now, Karen this... has murdered a few people. <laughs> but that was back when she worked on Ellen. <laughs> it was, it was uh, part of the hazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Dan, you don't like hearing these true crime... What, what disturbs you about these true crime uh, things that she's... She's, she's watching them on a, on a tablet? Yeah, on an iPad. Like, we have a TV downstairs. iPad, that's an Apple computer oh, yeah. uh, product. Yeah, it's like a generic yeah. Surface. I know. <laughs> Forgive him. Forgive him, Apple. Hey, Siri, why didn't I bring my Surface on stage? <laughs> Oh, Father Tim Cook, please forgive him. I am still here for you. Call me. Call me. Okay, so she's wandering around with her tablet, her iPad tablet, and I hear the sound on those is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, it's pretty And you find, you find the sound of it distracting, disturbing? Uh, yeah, the, as a non-viewer, like, especially I don't see it coming, neither do the victims, but just the sound... <laughs> Of screaming victims is very disturbing to me. Wiseacredness has never been a good look for husbands on this show. That was a a pretty good turn of phrase. If if I know my true crime shows, he'll be murdering soon. He is wearing a cardigan. Let Let the record show. My friend Dan is wearing... A somewhat serial killery cardigan. It has Wouldn't epaulets. Would you say? Absolutely. Jen, you're nodding. Yes, you're, not, you're the expert. Yep. Yep, I would agree. Did you bring any evidence, audio evidence, of what you're hearing so that we could evaluate whether or not Jen's habit is indeed disturbing? I did. Um, th- this is the sound that I submitted was the audio that caused me to file the case. And, and what is this audio from? Uh, do you know what the show is or the topic? This is uh, the Netflix JonBenet Ramsey documentary. Ah. It's, and if you can paint us a picture, what were you doing when you heard this audio? Uh, I was sitting in the office adjacent to the bedroom where she was watching it, um, uh, doing work on my computer. Let's uh, go to the tape. I find in Dan's favors, get some headphones. Dan and Jen, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank Ohm for joining us in Chicago. They're releasing their first full-length album later on this summer. And if you're going to be in Chicago in July, Ohm is playing at Westfest on July 8th. For more information, visit ohmmusic.com. O-H-M-M-E, music.com. Huge thanks to the staff at Talia Hall and our pals at the Onion Comedy and Arts Festival for having us. Our show was produced in person and on tape by the great Jennifer Marmer. We're on Instagram at instagram.com slash judgejohnhodgman. We've got photos and evidence from the show posted there and on the Judge John Hodgman page at maximumfun.org. We'll see you next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.